0: Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I've got a great interview with Dr. Ryan Wigness, and we're going to dive into how he uh, started his practice in Whitefish, Montana and now has four locations and And just kind of dive into what that looks like. You know, I, I love having chiropractors in the trenches that are, uh, you know, kind of under the radar a little bit, but doing great things. I've gotten to know Ryan through our mastermind the last couple of years and and I can consider him a friend now, which has been cool. I was out in Whitefish, Montana in early March for an MPI seminar there and also ski trip with my uh, family and and got to visit his practice and or one of the locations and got to know a couple of his associates and just someone that's doing it the right way, uh, going about his business, putting in the work. Been doing it for 20 years. It wasn't built overnight. I think a lot of people uh, that listen to the show or go to other chiropractor's offices, maybe you're newer into the profession and and you want it now. And I get it. That's how I was. Uh, but a lot of times when you see these really nice practices, it's hard to realize you you haven't seen the 20 years or the 15 or the 10 that was behind it to get it to where it was. And and now you see this really nice practice in a well-oiled machine, but just know if you keep on doing the right stuff and, and you keep at it and, and you're consistent with it, uh, you know, when you're 35 or 40 or 45, you'll have it. It may be tough at 28, but you just keep on laying that foundation and growing. And that's why I like to have Docs on here like Ryan, who can give you some uh, of their wisdom on how they did it, because everybody does it a little bit different. And sometimes you're listening to our different interview guests, and you may resonate with some and and may not with others. And so it's great to hear from different angles. Uh, You know, Whitefish is a unique town. It's uh, not small, not huge. It's seasonal. It's got uh, a lot of people that are in and out of there, but it's growing. And so you might be able to relate to an area like that as well. And so this was a, a fun interview that I, with someone I consider a friend, a colleague, and, and just someone that's doing it in a humble manner and has an exponential growth mindset. And it's been a great addition uh, to our mastermind. Without further ado, here's my interview with Dr. Ryan Wigness. Okay, before we get to today's episode, I wanna share a little opportunity for my good friend, Ben Fergus. Many chiropractic offices like ours have had to restructure the past few years with high employee turnover during the great resignation, leading to a constant cycle of onboarding and training new staff. Others purposely have stayed small, limiting their growth over the stressors of finding and onboarding good associates and staff. Is this you? How would things change if you had a potential hire who was ready to go, already trained and primed to assist you in providing exceptional rehab, or soft tissue therapies? What if your potential associate hire was already trained in leading a team of assistants? GRIP Approach is offering a completely new GRIP Teams course, allowing you and your team to onboard together over a single weekend course and backing it up with a virtual platform for your clinic. Your team members can choose from three tracks, diagnosis, rehab, or structure, which are simultaneously presented followed by implementation as a team with live cases. Stop limiting your growth and take the stress out of training your team by joining a GRIP Teams course this summer in Baltimore and this winter in Chicago. Use the code MCM for a 15% discount at gripapproach.com. That is G-R-I-P approach.com. all right welcome to the show ryan i got uh, a really good opportunity to chat with you today i'm excited about where we're going to go with this uh it's been awesome to get to know you a little bit over the last few years but uh, before we dive into the the meat of what we're going to talk about today introduce yourself tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally and then we'll go from there awesome
1: thanks kevin thanks for having me um, so uh, i graduated from northwestern in uh, 2001 uh, and then I got an opportunity to go out to Ohio and, uh, run the Cincinnati area. i got trained with Eric Isil and Mark King out there, which was awesome to see one from a um, clinical standpoint and two to see how an office is run. Uh, and then I had an opportunity to move out to Whitefish, Montana and 20 years later, I'm still here. So. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, how many locations do you have now in the Whitefish area? So we live in a valley where we got three different locations now. We have, I'm lucky enough to have three great docs working for me, and yeah, it's it's been cool to see our area grow, and luckily we've been able to grow with it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, every so often we do these MPI Mastery Spotlights where we take a doc that's uh, you know just in the trenches doing great things, really has built a practice and uh, a and a reputation that is is remarkable, and have them on here and try to dive into it and. And tease out some things that have have helped along the way uh, to to do that. And and obviously, you're now 20 years into it. It takes time. I think uh, I, I want to just put you on a spot here a little bit because you you do talk to a lot of other chiropractors as, as well. I think people don't realize how long it can take. Uh, they they want what you have in 20, 30 years, and they want it in year five. So, uh, what was some of the building process?
1: of your group of practices over the years well you know the big thing was is you know i had the luxury i think in in 2001 uh you know we didn't have all the information that the students are getting out right so i was the president of the mpi club when i was there and it was all mpi all the time and uh, uh then you know i think it was like 2005 2006 is when you know some of the other things like uh, the um, DNS and Graston factor, and those things started to come along. So in school, you know, I got a great, uh, uh, background in the MPI model. I did some ART courses and that was pretty much it. You know, you had your soft tissue and you had your manipulation. And then when I got out here, I had a chance to grow into, um, these other modalities and so I came in with a really solid base with the palpating adjusting and at chiropractors. I mean, obviously we need to be good at that first and foremost. And then these other things, I was able to start to fold in and kind of see how they worked, uh, see what conditions um, would apply for maybe like an active release situation. Um, you know, when I did the DNS, it was a lot of the reflex locomotion. So it was kind of back a ways. And so I played around with that and learned a ton from that. But it all came back to being having a really solid base in the palpating and adjusting because that's I, when people come in to see us, they're coming in to get adjusted. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I think it was Brett and I we had that
0: conversation on the podcast in the past where uh, I fall in that same group where f- for me, like I came out of school in 05 and and I had a, a lot, and that was just, you know, palpation adjustment. I had some ART, not a lot, and a little bit of grass, and and I had a rehab background. Like I I knew some of the stuff, the McGill stuff and, and everything. But it was a, you know, a nice concise package that I was able to to really perfect and get good at. And then I added this stuff to it and now there's like 20 different things, all kinds of stuff, whether you're talking about rehab modalities, assessment stuff, you you know, soft tissue thing, like it's just, it's a lot. And I, you know, kudos to a lot of the younger DCs that are doing this stuff and and getting that. Uh, But it gets tricky because uh, they never have that time to really perfect something, right? And, And I think
1: that's what you're alluding to. Absolutely. You know, the palpating adjusting is has got to be your north star. You know, I mean, it's got to be your guiding light and then, and not to let anything take that focus away from you. Um, But the other stuff is great. I mean, I think mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we were able to build our practice is, is we got to be known as a clinic that was constantly going out and finding the latest and greatest. Like, you know, we are the first active release providers, the first grasping providers, the, you know, the only DNS providers, you know, we're doing stuff, we're bringing stuff to the valley and, and, you know, we we promoted that too. One of the nice things about doing the continued education is you can come back and talk to your patients about, hey, I went out and learned this new thing. Let's try this. And so they know that you're always trying to be better. And that reputation, people really see that and they notice.
0: Yeah. And I've, you know, obviously we've, um, you could categorize a lot of different chiropractors, but just for the sake of argument, a couple of them, you know, uh, it's not like, you have to manipulate everybody in every joint every time but there's those to- there's a good amount of times where you you need that and i feel like the model you're talking about and kind of the path you went when it's needed and when it's a part of it and, and you know obviously probably a, a vast majority of your patients but maybe not all of them but when it's needed it's a a very effective uh, adjustment and then on the other hand you have some that are some of these dcs that are really super rehab heavy And they do the adjustment on some of their patients or a good amount of them, but they never had the proper uh, training or, you know, it's hard to say because they they went to chiropractic school, but, you know, there's more to it than just the chiropractic uh, manipulation education you're going to get. And the adjustment just isn't that effective. And I think we all can attest, we've all had those adjustments that are just really good. And you know when it's good, right? It's, uh, you know it. And I recently had that when I was actually at the MPI Sports Summit in KC, I had Kurt Kippenberger adjust me, and and it worked. It, it, it was remarkable. You know, it was worth talking about. Like, should I, I might fly to Springfield to get adjusted by him uh, to to do that? And so we've all had that feeling, and and that's where you need to get to with palpation and adjustment, and, and it doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't. I had the same
1: thing when I was in school. I had Mark um, King adjust me, and. I'd been adjusted a ton. I'd seen a chiropractor since I was 10, 12 years old. And it was different. It's And so in my mind, it was like, I, I can't honestly go on in this profession not learning how to do that. He, he adjusted my T2 seated, which is not an easy adjustment. And it took me a long time to get good at it. But I also think that helped build my practice because I had something that, you know, when people are coming to you looking to get adjusted, if you can do something they haven't had before, they know that. I mean, yeah. it, which is cool with our profession now is people very few of my patients have never seen a chiropractor. They're just looking for a better option, and so they've they've had an experience. And when they come in to get a different experience, it 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 gets a lot of buy in very quick.
0: Yeah, they've had bad adjustments before, and it's just like nothing. It's any other business that you service. If it was kind of just like, blah. you know, even if it wasn't bad, but it just was kind of like, yeah, you know, there's a good chance you're you're not going back to that. Like if that restaurant you go and that meal was like, yeah, that was that was fine but is it going to draw you back there consistently? No. But then when you go to that restaurant and it just like knocks your socks off, it draws you back there like once a month, uh, uh, for your date night and you pick that location. Like that's my spot. Right. And that's the same thing. What we're, we're kind of alluding to here is, um, I think there's a lot of chiropractors out there that, you know, palpation adjustment is a big part of their practice, but, um, it's not where it needs to be. Right. And I think that's something that, uh, is, uh, kind of going unset a little bit in, in, in,
1: 2023 here. I, I, I know we're going to probably get into this a little bit more too, Kevin, but, but since you're leading into it, you know, I, I have to admit, you know, at times, you know, you can get lazy with your, with your treatments. Right. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I go to the NPI seminars every year. I help out with them occasionally. And every time I go, I get better at what I do. I, I learn Something new. I learn a new adjustment. I, it forces me to get to get better at that, and because of that, that keeps me on track. You know, and it, and that's invaluable to me because it really. I mean, when you're in the grind, I mean, you know, you're not always completely 100% dialed in. But when you go to those and you see what other people are doing, and you get and you learn something new, it's exciting. And uh, and I always come back better chiropractor from it.
0: Yeah, and I think something I've, I've appreciated about you is that. Um, you know, you're, you're not, you're, you're a really good chiropractor. You're good at communicating with patients. You you have the business fundamentals and all that. Um, you're not trying to put lipstick on a pig and go out there and, and be rah, rah and, you know, doing all this crazy stuff to try to grow different locations. You're, you're doing it from the ground up. You know, it's kind of like that NFL team building a, a team. It's like, they got all these, uh, star talent out there, the wide receiver and the running back and all that, but they have no offensive line. Right. And it just doesn't work, you know, and then the teams that have the offensive line, it makes everybody better. And and I think a lot of chiropractors are putting the, you know, putting the flare players out there. They get the wide receivers and the running backs and the tight end, but they don't have the offensive line when it comes to the substance of their treating. And and that can really build practice. And, um, so I want to tie back to, to your multiple locations for a second here, um, You got three now. How long did
1: you have one practice? Um, I purchased a practice here in 2003. And then I opened up a second one three years later, uh, Mm -hmm. because I had an opportunity to share an office space with a PT. And I always thought that that would be a great opportunity to bring an associate in to kind of have their practice. And then we could kind of co-treat with that. So I hired my first associate about six years later. And then I had an opportunity in 2001 Uh, to join a a medical center, Hmm. which has got MDDs, the hospitals there, there's PT, there's an eye center. And we got, they asked us to be a chiropractor because it's actually friends of mine that that have the building and we've built those relationships with them. So they offered to build out a clinic for us. And one of the reasons we did that is we did need more space, but also I think that uh, a good opportunity for chiropractors to look at is, We've got built-in marketing with our with our space, right? We've got a sign. It's got Glacier Medical Center. It's got the PT. It's got all these other people. And it's got Whitefish Chiropractic Center in there. It builds credibility. It's free advertising. I got a small space. And so we hub everything out of our central location. So it's really not as expensive as you may think to run a separate office, um, especially if there's a ethereal benefits you can get out of it, such as associating yourself with with um, leaders in the medical profession in your community.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Kind of that law of scales. And then how are you finding your chiropractic talent? Is it through, you know, being involved with MPI? Because you, you've got a few associates now, and, uh, and I hear a lot of owner chiropractors complaining about being able to find good associates. How are you doing that?
1: Yeah, it's talk. You know, I, I got uh, my first associate, I got from Sarah Mackie, um at an MPI seminar, had mentioned that. I put an advertisement out for the last one on the voting palpation board and which is good to name out there, but Brett Winchester had, had recommended my my last associate, um, last two actually to come out here. And that was really beneficial to get their backing with that. But being associated with whether it's MPI or ART or wherever your niche is, um, being associated with those groups um, and getting that credibility with the uh, with the students coming out, and so they can trust you um, as much as you can trust them. I know they're coming out well trained. They're coming out with the uh, the the endorsement of these doctors that they've looked up to, and so it really gets to be a win win. And I'm lucky to have got three great ones. Um, and you know, we work hard to to to, to retain them, keep them busy, so because we want this to be a forever bonjour. That's great.
0: All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that. At bit.ly/bit.ly/slash propelmcm. That is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, Propel bit.ly/bit.ly/propelmcm, modern chiropractic marketing, right? And so check out that link, and we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop. One hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly/propelmcm for the one hour free workshop. Yeah, and I think you know there's a couple benefits of of, of you know being involved with groups when you do graduate, and and one is talent acquisition. Uh, you know, obviously you get involved with the MPIs of the worlds or the ARTs is like you now have a kind of a an arena and it's cultivating really good talent and then they know who you are and then you know jobs come available and you have uh, obviously the potential to, to fill that um, the other is obviously just getting better I think it's always ironic I'm gonna kind of circle back to the manipulation part of things and tie it into it all but um, you know a lot of DCs that have been graduated, whether it's one year or ten years, can do a lot of continuing ed. But it seems to be a lot of things that maybe to get their, you know, their CE credits. I get that you got to do that, or it's a lot of stuff that's, uh, you know, soft tissue or rehab. They're doing a lot of those things. But so many of these chiropractors that are, you know, licensed DCs, they'll literally the last time they've taken some kind of palpation and, and adjustment. Seminar was when they were in school, and so it could have been ten years ago. It was the last time I yeah. attended something. And one thing I really enjoyed was when I got—I I brought my whole family out to visit. Uh, I saw one of your locations there. I was out in Whitefish for the uh, for the MPI seminar, but also a family vacation. So we were there for five days. But one of the things I enjoyed at that particular uh, MPI seminar was there was a lot of DCs in there. That was pretty cool, and you were one of the instructors. So. How did you guys cultivate that into getting uh, quite a few DCs coming to it?
1: Well, you know, I think a big part of it is, is, you know, um, we've got Mark King and Brett Winchester um, uh, instructing and and I get to teach with them, which is an honor for me, but uh, it's an opportunity to get to see those two in a small setting. And if you like to ski, you know, we have a great ski resort right here. And so we really buy a lot of it around that. And, you know, we've been doing it for 15 years and We've molded it from being, you know, a, you know, a really big 12-hour. We did it in one day once, which was a bad idea. So now we've got it tighter down to, you know, a nice day from 9 to 4. You know, you get two hours of manipulation, uh, palpation manipulation. You get two hours of soft tissue. And you get two hours of rehab. And it really kind of uh, gives you, uh, reinforces a lot of what you already know. But you always are going to learn something new um, and I think that's one of the big things about the palpation adjustment. Like you said, a lot of doctors don't do it. Part of it is it's humbling, right? We think we're masters at what we do when we go get out of school. You have to humble yourself a little bit to go to these seminars. But man, if you do, I mean, I have yet to, I mean, with, I mean, I go to multiple MKV seminars every year and I've yet to come back learning something. And it's it's really, really important, I think, that we continue to hone the best skill we have right? Mm-hmm. We got to lean into what we're good at and be better at it. You know? And yeah. and like I said, patients see yeah. it, your staff sees it, you'll feel it with that enthusiasm you're going to get. That That starts to wane over time. Patients will start to slowly, um, kind of, you'll lose that a little bit. But when you come back for a reason, it's, you're on fire.
0: Yeah. I, I went to the one in Whitefish and I went to the MPI Sports Summit, which was great. I think you're going to be at the Adjust-a-thon this year, right?
1: Um, I, I've helped out with quite a few of them, um, over yep. the years and, and, uh, yeah, it's the, the adjustathon is, yeah. is, is, I mean, it's unbelievable because it's all like you get into it, you're palpating, you're adjusting right now. And, you know, with that, it's, it's 12 hours of perfecting what we do uh, on a daily basis. Right. And so, um, and I know in, you can speak to, it, um, on some the additional things that they're doing, you know, for docs. I know a lot of docs don't think that adjust-a-thon is, I think it's a student event and that's really not true.
0: Yeah, it's not true. And actually this year um, really restructuring it. And so uh, Brett and Corey really been spearheading it. And uh, I've been kind of working with them on, on that as well, but there's going to be a whole DC track this year and, and moving forward. So you'll, you'll have the student track and then you'll have the DC track and it'll be completely separate. And in that one, you know, it's going to be uh, a little bit more uh, advanced palpations and manipulations, right? Like uh, some of the ones that are are tricky. And and so that way we're going to really dive into some of the things that you can take home and, and work on as a DC and say, oh, okay, I didn't have that in my bag before. So there'll be that. There'll be some more extremity stuff because t- traditionally with the student adjustathon, theres isn't there. So there'll be a ju- the extremity the uh, definitely the more challenging, advanced palpations and manipulation. And you'll be in with your colleagues that are all, you know, C's and and, and so that'll be a really good setting for that. And a um, little bit of different instructors in certain parts of it. And so uh, I'm excited about that layout. I think it's going to be great.
1: Yeah. And it really is important too, you know, because you want to give the students what they need. And so This new format allows the doctors to come in and work with other doctors. And it's not like you're working next to a student where you end up feeling like you have to teach them. But at the same time, like you said, there are a lot of adjustments that are difficult that we just don't do because we don't have faith in, right? We don't, we're going to lean on what we've got confidence with. And, and there's a lot of things that I've had to go back and relearn because I just haven't done enough of them in practice because you're always leaning on your strengths. And so here you can go and you can learn new things. Do it in an environment where you're learning with some other docs. We all know what we're doing, but hey, let's try this. And gosh, I can't imagine you're not going to bring some stuff back to the clinic that's not going to help you out on Monday. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I want to touch on the psychology
0: of it a little bit because, you know, in our heart of hearts, we as chiropractors, we all know the the certain adjustments we're not good at, right? Or the certain palpations yeah. we're not good at. And, and they're there. It's, you know, it, it, there's sure I'm sure there's some that are great at all and obviously... Uh, the instructors are are phenomenal, but as just you know regular chiropractors out in the field we we have those insecurities of like eh, I really suck at the c t junction. I don't want anybody else to see that other than my patients who I wham on every day uh but <laughs> I think the big thing is is like you said, check your ego at the door, no one's there to judge you pro- you probably have like four or five things you're world class at, and it could be different than the four or five things the other d c in the room is world class at you can learn from. Him and, and it's just there's just amazing um capabilities in that room that you can share and no one's judging anybody. It's just like, yeah, we we all suck at some things and that's why we're here to get better and be a little humble about it.
1: And some of it is that whole idea is you don't know what you suck at yet, right? I mean, I remember learning a long time ago from Len Fee and anterior cervical adjustment, right? And I never really thought too much about that, <laughs> but I had to adjust, and I'm like, God, I got I need that in my repertoire, right? I do that all the time now. I mean, it's a big part of what I do. And I've and I was in practice for probably 10 years. I was at the adjust a thon and I learned a new way to do side posture from uh, Brett Winchester and work with Sarah Mackey as, as far as her drops go. And and I mean, it's 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 fantastic to be able to do that in an environment of your peers where we're all here to learn. There's no judgment, yep. right? And I think that's the idea is when you go in there is you have to be humbled and it's it's not that enough, right yeah you know i want
0: to touch on that point you brought up kind of passing there is like the different techniques like that's going to be part of that dc track with the advanced stuff is like there's you know definitely different ways you could do side posture and you like let's just make up a story like let's say you're you know you're 43 years old like i am and your your shoulders not doing so great maybe you can learn a kick pull from someone there that you just haven't really done you didn't ever you either never learned it or you were young and and strapping, and you were able to just pound on people, <laughs> and no problem. Yeah. And now, now it ain't like that anymore. And you got to get a little bit more refined, whether it's just the the basics of a side posture adjustment, or it's maybe learning a kick pull, or other things that could could help out. That the other, uh, you know, I think, what's gonna be cool about the DC track too is again, it's not gonna be obviously just great instructors. That's the the table stakes, but you have a lot of other DCs in there that can give you some tips on stuff that like everybody's been through something. And they may have a little bit of a tweak here or a little bit of a, a idea that could help save your body or, you know, that, that type of complicated patient that I can never get this region to move on this type of patient. And then someone in there has found some kind of a success. So I think it's just uh, really, really going to be important to, to workshop
1: that with other DCs. That's a great point. And the thing is, if is you're in, a, in an setting with other DCs who've been in practice for a while, they're doing something right, right? Yeah. They're doing something right. Um, and so you're going to learn, st- you're definitely going to learn stuff from them. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm lucky enough to be a part of your mastermind. And, uh, in that mastermind, you know, we're there to learn from everybody. And I think that's the setting for this as well, is everybody's there to learn from everybody, you know, Hey, here's, here's a format that we can work off of and some things we want to work off of. But yeah, when you're there, I'm adjusting each other, I mean. I'm gonna have somebody adjust me. That's like, like you said, it's like, wow, that's that's different. That's new. I need to I need to learn how to be that because, gosh, is the longer I'm in practice, the more humbled I get. You know, I mean, I mm-hmm. I feel great about what I know, but I mean, I realize the longer I do it, the more I don't know. Right? Yep. That's yeah. That's like, that's common for a lot of other chiropractors too. Yeah, and that's been the cool part about the mastermind
0: that you brought up is like there's 20 plus of us in there and uh, all at a successful level uh, in practice and. People have had that beginner's mindset when they come in there and they've checked their ego at the door and they share their insecurities of business or marketing or treatment or whatever, like leadership. Like there's been a lot of vulnerability in that group, which has been pretty awesome uh, to see. And obviously, it's been fun having you uh, the last few couple years. And then next year, we're going to. We're going to do a whole West uh, mountain one that you're going to help me out with and, and join that. So I'm excited to have you tackle that with me.
1: That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I mean, the, the nice thing is that you, you fit great locations, which is always nice, you know, so we can have a lot of fun while we're there. I've loved getting to North Florida coming from Northwestern Montana to Florida. Uh, it was a little bit of a haul, but I'll tell you what, every time I went to it was well worth it. And uh, it'll be nice to stay close to home. I could have my wife come with me on these and, uh, yeah. And I still want to be a part of the East Coast one as well, because, you know, as we talked about with our learning, you know, I, I learned the palpating, adjusting in school. And then I had the benefit of you know, kind of gradually learning the other stuff, as we talked about. And now it's transformed into, you know, I, I'm all in on learning how to how to market, learning how to grow my practice, how to be a better business owner. And, you know, man, I, I sure I sure have a lot to work on, right? And, but the good thing is, is I had built a practice on a str- on that, like we talked about that palpating and adjusting, and then a lot of ancillary procedures, which is great. And when I took that foundation and I sprinkled on the marketing, man, there was a lot of growth that we could have there because we just had never really done that marketing before. So I'm really excited about the, that, that mastermind and getting a chance to work with some other people as well. And the group's on that goes into, to really high level clinicians. And it's it's an impressive list of people and what they've accomplished. And and, uh, yeah, I mean, every time we come there, uh, you know, I've come away with adding something to the practice that's significant. Yeah. And, you know, like you mentioned about marketing
0: to increase your business. I think the thing that's um, been noticeable about the mastermind or when you go to like MPI stuff is that the doctors have the goods too, right? Like, If you if you try to increase the marketing, but you're not good at what you do, it just doesn't work. And as we see, a lot of practices kind of just hover at that floundering mark for a while. There's going to be something they have to really look in intrinsically, like okay, what am I missing here? And that's why it's important to have outside entities come into the practice sometime to assess things or uh, go to seminars, go to masterminds, go like because you you need the the flashlight kind of shown on some things sometimes. And that's what the masterminds done. And I think you know like this new track with the with the adjustathon for DCs could help too it's like go in there there's going to be you know some um things that you're going to learn you're going to you're going to see other people do it's like oh i didn't know that or you're going to someone's going to educate you on something right there's going to be a lot of things i think and as long as everybody goes in there with that beginner's mindset and say okay yeah been 6 years since i've been to a palpation and manipulation mm-hmm. seminar um, there's probably some things I don't know, and I'm going to go in this, uh, with a beginner's mindset and learn. So hopefully that can be recreated.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. Like we talked about, you know, with the mastermind, everybody went in with a, with a very open mind about being self-audited, right? Yep. Um, I know you're a big fan of auditing yourself and, and I have got to be more so as well. And you know, when you're there, everybody's doing the same thing, right? Everybody's self-audited. And so, you know, that's a very good, safe place to be in. And and a really uh, great place to to culture them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna uh, be exciting, and uh, there'll be more information coming out on that for sure. Uh, they can, they can go to the MPI website to to check it out. But the uh, DC track information will be on there in the in the near future, so that'll be cool. Um, so, last question, putting you on a spot a little bit. I'm sure you've put some thought into it. Um, you're 20 years or so into this, right? Uh, what does the next 10 10 years look like for you?
1: professionally? Uh yeah, it's a great question. Now, like, you know, a lot of this we talked about the learning is I don't want to quit learning. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, seeing Mark King at, at is at the the master mine, and he's still he's still there learning from, you know, us young pucks, I guess. Right. But it uh, <laughs> and it's so inspiring to see. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. You know, I mean right now I'm I'm really um, excited about the because marketing's new for me. I, uh, you know, the business growth is so exciting for me. You know, I got three young docs that were two young docs. a doc that has been with me for over a decade. And I, I really, right. What makes me thrive right now is seeing them succeed. I'm um, seeing, you know, our, our growth in our practice, having a, a really good culture for people to work in like that, that means as much to me as anything right now. And, and it's interesting too. Uh, you know, I, I thought about this uh, before I got on is, is, you know, I, we started out my career with this palpating adjusting model. And, and I added all this stuff, to, you know, a, a tremendous amount of stuff. I've spent more money on continued education than I did my education. And <laughs> what I do on a daily basis now is palpate adjust a couple minutes of ART or whatever grass did, whatever soft tissue I choose to do. And then I do a home care program through Cairo, which makes my life way easier. And if they need additional rehab. You know, i have got a doc to do that. I have got a doc to do dry needling. We got pediatrics and Peds now, so we're trying to create a practice where you know when people come in, we've really got their uh, their needs met. You know, and uh, yeah. that ultra convenient um, kind of model with being in these different locations really does it does help grow your practice for sure. Yeah, it does, and you're in a growing area, that's for sure, huh? Yeah, we're growing fast, which is, which is great. The, that whole Yellowstone show really made Montana blow up and. Uh, um, outside and see people in, in goofy costumes, you know, walking around here, cheers, brought a lot of economy to our to our state. So uh, it's a good and bad thing, but yeah, as a business owner, I'll, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, how many ranches are being bought out there by people who have no idea how to ranch?
1: Oh boy, there, that's that was the big thing, you know. As I think as Rogan was talking about it, how you know all these rich people had all this stuff, you know. Um, but the one thing they didn't have was a ranch to tell people about. And my gosh, is pe- how people bought those up and they just think it's the greatest thing ever. And uh, yeah, now whitefish is kind of on the map and uh, and so people are coming out here and, and uh, you know, we're lucky enough to live in a beautiful place. And so I, I, I certainly don't blame them. So. Cool. And are you uh, going to be hosting the MPI seminar next uh, early March as well? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I think this will be our 16th year work and Mark and work. Brett and I would be teaching again. We're going to go over the shoulder this year. Um, it's a great weekend. You know, most people come out and ski for two or three days. Uh, Saturday we do we do about six hours of course. Um, there's a beautiful lodge there we stay at, and uh, it's a really fun setting to get a chance to work with a bunch of really high quality docs in a relaxed setting. And I, I take a lot out of it, and it's one of my one of my biggest prides in, in, in my career is being able to be a part of that.
0: Yeah, no, it was fun. It was, it was definitely a great experience. So, well, Ryan, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you again this year at the Mastermind. And then I, again, thank you for helping me out for the West Coast one in 2024. So thanks for your time today. Absolutely, Kevin. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos, we help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us, we produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels.